Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. And I'm Mel. All right, ladies, we are two weeks out from Helen's beautiful wedding. I can't believe, I feel like it was just yesterday. Um, and that's why we're wearing these robes, because this is what we were wearing the day of while we're getting ready. But yeah. So Feels Janet, so extra. <laughs> but I, I mean, literally your shoes and your feather thing matches. But we're trying to bring it back um, because, you know, so Janet and myself, were two of the bridesmaids. There's also um, Sandra, Sammy, Christine, and Annie. Um, but yes, it's been two weeks, so we had time to rest and process for today's episode. We want to reflect and kind of just relive Helen's wedding. Yes. So we are going to go through all of the juicy details. We want to know what things Helen thinks went well, hmm. what things Mel and I feel like went really well. Oh. Um, maybe what things Helen would do differently. She's going to give us some helpful tips. So this is also great for anyone who's like planning a wedding for the remainder of 2023 or 2024. Um, and we'll also share some personal stories because I feel like this was a very meaningful wedding mm. for all of us in a very unique way because we've been friends for so long. So Yeah, I mean, I think it's just crazy to like think about the fact that it's like in the past, like all of the yeah. work and anticipation leading up to this wedding. It's just crazy that it's like now behind us. Mm. And I just wanted to quickly say thank you to you ladies for being a part of it. I know Mel mentioned like you were both bridesmaids, but there was so much more than that. Like we had planned a surprise dance that Mel and Janet were a part of, and that's not even out on social media to the public <laughs> yet, but like we did yet. a thing. We yet. did a thing. Is it going to be released? I, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. We're pretty I'm really proud of that. Yeah. I watched it. I watched the clip like 10,000 times. Yeah, <laughs> Philip said I watched it at least 100 times in the bathroom on the toilet. So definitely proud of that. But like not only that, like you two had speeches as well. So um, when I think back on it, it's like without you two, I don't know how I would have been able to do any of this. Aww. So very thankful for you both. And honestly, it was because I've had time to really think about this, too. It was for sure like the best weekend of my life. So wow. it's just it. Yeah. It for sure statement. was, yes. That and I thought amazing. about it because I'm like, everyone always says it, but let me feel it out. Is it really? And it was. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to just ask you questions that I'm curious about. Okay, That's I'm going to okay. make sure I'm not flashing anyone. <laughs> 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 oh. Robes are always so weird. You have they to like, wear something on the inside. What are you wearing on the inside? I'm wearing uh, a tank top. I'm wearing biker shorts. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, you're very prepared. You said, please wear a slip because yeah. you said boobs will be hanging out. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't want that situation. Like, I feel like usually people are just in their bras and then yeah. it's, it's, robes like always come apart. Yeah. Like, and then people take photos during then and videos and then tell them points like you don't want to be randomly flashing. Exactly. So accident. you knew to tell us. Um, but OK, first question. Okay. Um, 
I think a lot of people would be curious to hear, like, why did you choose this year? Because they're like, oh, you already got legally married and, like, you had your Chinese ceremony, like, mm. two years ago. And also, like, I think you guys decided to get married pretty quickly and then you planned it really quickly. So what about this year that made you go, I'm having a wedding? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess just a little bit of background because I don't think actually people know. Because, like, I've seen comments where people said, um, aren't you already married? Like, why are you getting married again? <laughs> And it's true. I think visually um, we have portrayed that we have been married or we are married. We've been officially married in since like 2021, which was two years ago. Um, but just a quick background on that. Um, a lot of that is because, you know, we wanted to start a family like Philip and I were in a place where we were like, why are we even waiting for mm. this pandemic, this like mm. virus to be over and who knows when it's going to be over. So we always knew we wanted to start a family. And back in 2021, we had our Joshua Tree wedding, Microsoft Teams, immediate family on the video um, to that watch. Was the, the like with the courts, right? That with was the, yes, yeah. with the city um, call center. <laughs> very romantic. But it was it was a very intimate, nice setting for the two mm. of us, like dancing under stars for our first dance and Aww. just being in a hammock and like looking at the stars and dreaming up our future so it was a very nice intimate moment i would not change that at all i think um, that's how i want my wedding actually yeah yeah, like yeah it was very very nice um and then we had our chinese tea ceremony in june of 2021 which is i think what my mom actually or parents considered to be the actual wedding because mm. that's when we paid respect to our elders and also um, I think she had it written down somewhere like, oh, you got your you got the approval of your ancestors and, oh. you know, things like that. Mm. So that was mm. another wedding date. So many wedding dates. Um, but then Philip and I are the type of people that if you know us, you know, we love a good party. We love to celebrate. We love any reason to celebrate with our friends and family. We are also the type of people that I think value experiences over materialistic goods. And we always knew that we wanted to have a big wedding celebration. This is a little woo-woo, but when I think about what is the meaning of life or what makes life worthwhile, it really, for me, is being in these moments of celebration with friends and family and really feeling that like pure love to mm. the point where you almost feel weightless and like nothing else matters. So knowing that a wedding is sort of this like once in a lifetime experience and when else are you going to be able to have people fly in from other states mm. to come in mm -hmm. and join you in the celebration. I think the next time is probably going to be like when I'm 50 or oh. maybe even like 90, you know, and that's like way too long to wait. So this we knew was a thing that we wanted to do to just have all of our friends and family together for, yes, what turned out to be the best weekend of our lives. But that's sort of the background. And this year was mostly because, I don't know, we had waited long enough. Yeah. Like we had a baby at the end of 2021. And then 2022 happened where we were just trying to figure out how to parent, still trying to figure out how to parent. But then we were like, okay. And, and at the end of 2022, we started looking for a location again. Mm. And we didn't lock it in until March of 2022. And that gave us five months until the wedding day. I mean, 2023, right? 2023. Yeah. <laughs> 2022, we were trying to survive as parents. <laughs> Wait, um, I know you mentioned this in the past, but like, I feel like your family's really traditional. Like, the date you selected for this year in August, was it because that was like a lucky day? Or is oh, it like, like an auspicious date? It, right? um, it, my, yes, my mom gave me, um, I think it was like 12 dates. 
oh. of the whole year. And she's like, you have to get married on one of these dates. I was like, mom, this is so unrealistic. Like, who knows if it's gonna, the venue's available? Mm-hmm. Like, if mm-hmm. people are available, am I available? Um, but she gave me these these 12 dates. And um, it was not one of the dates on oh. there. But it was also not one of the dates on the no list. There's a yes list oh. and a no list. And then okay. everything in between, she's like, okay, if you want to have it on this date, sure, fine. Um but I'll share later on why I specifically didn't choose one of her dates, even mm. though I kind of wanted to. Mm. But yeah, it's very complicated with very traditional, superstitious Asian parents. <laughs> so before we dive into more of my perspective of the wedding, because I could go on and on if you like, I want to hear from you two. What were like your favorite moments from the wedding? The most memorable? What was your takeaway? Mine, like very, very quickly... I already know is um, it was the father-daughter dance and Mm. the mother-son dance, hands Mm. down. I Well, first of all, for like all of this wedding, I was in tears every like 30 minutes for different (laughs) reasons. I mean, I obviously like I know Helen. It was, yeah. And I think that was what was really special when you're talking about having to host something for your friends. I was realizing if you didn't do this, Mel and I would have never had an opportunity to celebrate with you all, right? And I think a lot of like Asian um, or Asian American like individuals, like friends that I know, they do having multiple ceremonies because there's like one for the parents, one mm. for the thing. So yeah, realizing it's like, oh, if if you guys decided to just not do anything, like we would not have been able to be a part of any of it. Mm. The the reason why the father daughter and the mother son dance was so um, uh, I think moving for me is one, I know both of you individually pretty well. And for quite some time or like pretty well or and or long time. And I also know your parents. I've met them. You know, we spent time with them in your homes. We've seen, you know, hung out with them with your baby. Um, and so that already is very meaningful. But I think beyond that, like there is like something about knowing that your parent is the first place you learn how to love. Mm-hmm. Um, and the older that I'm getting, the more that I think about these things, mm-hmm. right? And the song choice that you had for your dance, mm-hmm. what was it called? It was So I was deciding between a banger of Celine Dion's Because You Loved Me or Camila Cabello's First Man. Mm-hmm. And she went with the latter, and oh yes. my God. I feel like there were multiple people that I just remember hearing throughout the wedding or like after that happened, and they're like, what song was it that she chose? Mm-hmm. I was like, per-. because the lyrics. Oh, yes. Are all about her expressing to her father, a, like, hey, dad, I found a good man to take care of me and mm. to kind of like take, not take your place, but your father is the first man in your life. And it just lyrically expressed all of the things that I think for a father and for the daughter that are going through your mind um, emotionally and mentally when you think about the significance of marriage beyond just the celebration, right? So I was just like already oh, all over the place. And then for Phil's, he chose um, Louis Arm is it Louis Armstrong's like What a Wonderful World with his mom. And the moment that he turned around and I could see his face like do the scrunched up thing and he's like saying words into his mom's ears and I was just like, oh my God, I lost it. And I think that that song is just very, it's a classic. Mm. Um, but I think also for for Asian American men, like I know for everyone in that as an attendee and my boyfriend, the guy sitting next to me, I just saw, I looked over and he's like, mm, and I could see him like choke up and he's like, something in the, you know, <laughs> who's cutting onions kind of thing. And yeah. multiple like of our friends afterwards said that that is a really moving moment. So mm. I think just for multiple reasons, that for, that for me was like, the, the top top just like a little bit just from my perspective of that first dance like it's kind of wild because I've never 
I can't remember. Okay, the last time I danced with my dad was probably when I was six years old mm. for one of his like company holiday parties where I remember just like standing on his like toes and like Aww. dancing with him. I have memories of that one. And then other than that, he is the kind of like the poster Asian patriarchal male figure like type of person who I think throughout my whole life he's only I've only seen him cry like twice mm-hmm. my whole entire life right even when his like dad passed like no tears very stoic of a man and when first off like getting to dance with your dad you're like oh this is a long hug it's fucking awkward right and so I kept telling him hey we need to practice because I was like I need mm. a, I need a hug I need to feel this with yeah. you right, first right. Before, before doing it in front of all the people <laughs> and then uh, I remember when the MC was like get up to dance with your dad. I was like, oh shit, we didn't practice. I don't know if you see my face, but if you see my expression, that's why. But when I got got up there, it was, um, it was, it felt very natural and comfortable. It's mm. kind of like, how do you dance? You know, with do your you dad. like stay arms length distance yeah, yeah. or do you get close? And we ended up, you know, my arm on his shoulder uh. to the point where I could put my head on his shoulder if I wanted to. So we were pretty close. And once I got over the fact that like, this could be awkward. I was like, mm. okay, let's just feel the moment. And then the song was chosen specifically because every time I listened to it, I was tearing up. So I was like, should I choose a song that everyone knows and mm. will feel emotional to, or do they have to listen to the lyrics? And I was like, well, I want to listen to the lyrics when I dance with my dad. So I chose the one that was more meaningful. And then the whole time, like I was, I said, thank you to him. I think that that is a very good moment like for anyone out there who wants or is planning to do a dance with their mom or their dad to just say thank you during that Mm. moment um and then after I said that you know I felt the tears coming because even the song lyrics were just like you were the first man who ever loved me and of all the men that have been in my life if you think about like all Mm. the boyfriends and the people who have come in and out it's like he's loved me since I was a baby you know, and to be able to dance up there with with him, I was just like, this is so wild. So I started tearing up and I said in twice in each of them, I was like, Hoka, okay, Bubby. I was like, don't cry, dad. And then he did this thing where, you know, uncomfortable laughter mm. and you can just see the tears. He's oh, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. You cry, I cry, you know? I was like, don't do it. And then I just saw his eyes like well up and I, was, I broke down. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is this is a moment, this is a moment. So that was a very, um, very real and meaningful moment for me as well. Um, and I also thought about how I felt very lucky because I know a lot, not a lot of people are able to dance with their dads at their wedding. And I just felt very grateful, you know, in the moment. So mm. that was a very special one for me. Yeah. Woo, I'm like getting like emotional I I about it. I'm reliving it. Yeah. Um, I do want to add a little bit to this too, because I think another, there's so many layers to why this moment was so significant. But I remember I was during Phil's dance with his mom, the song actually is one of his, it's actually his mom's, one of his mom's favorite songs that mm. she told me over dinner. I was like, oh, that's so nice they chose it. But I think just watching you watch him dance with his mom uh, made me think of like, oh my, this is going to be you someday with your son. Oh, and I think yeah. for me, it's like, oh man. So watching you react was like, oh, that was another moment for me. Because yeah. I also was next to our friend Amy who just had her baby boy. Mm. And she's like, she literally whispered to me, she, was, she said, it hits different now when you're a mom and you're mm. a mom, mom to a son. And I'm just like, Oh, yeah. And so it just added so much emotion to the already mixing pot of things. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to share that bit. Yeah. What was your what was your favorite moment? I'm going to change the tone of it. Okay. <laughs> I have to talk about it. I mean, my favorite moment would feel would probably be the dance we did. That's a prize. Oh, film. yes. I will. Give background. Okay. Of this dance. 
So Helen was like, should we do a dance, like for surprise dance for the wedding? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and so what she decided to do, she took, so Phil, Phil's OG moment on YouTube is that he is known for his lip syncing videos. And so what we did, is we, we, we took his, is this Senorita? Mm-hmm. We took, we cut Senorita. Yes. Yeah, we took Senorita. We took his last video at Wong Fu at UCSD, Stay by Neo. And then we ended it with his first dance with his good friends, Tim and Alan, who were also part of the wedding party, who also did a dance in church. It was church. A, a church dance, yes. It was in sync. Yeah. So like from like when he was maybe in middle high school. school. Oh, he was in middle school. Or maybe yeah. high school. I think what, what, might have been high school. High school. High school. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But we just cut this video and Helen's like, okay, let's recreate this moment yes. for him. It was also them. to celebrate because they just celebrated their 20 years since releasing a video out on YouTube. Mm. So I was like thinking mm. like, oh, that this would be a good like nod to this mm. beautiful moment. Moment, in his, moment in his life. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So she did that. And then she asked some of us on the wedding party who's like do you want to do it we're like let's do it and so it was me helen janice the three of us here and then our friends tim taylor and alan which from my perspective i thought was an excellent selection because all of them have background in dancing also tim and alan, alan were in most of the videos from like 20 years, years back ago. which yeah. is which wild. is insane right yes. And for them to be at the wedding party, yeah. recreating the dance. Could you imagine, though, getting that call from Helen? You're like, hey, you know, remember that thing that you did like 20 years ago? You want to do it again? I get to do it again. Yeah. Pretty much. How crazy is it to, but it's like, that's like such a long time ago and your body is like, you're like, okay, let's see if we can get yeah, this. Yeah, especially for our friend Alan who had to do a flare. Yeah. Yeah, do but a b-boy move. years later. <laughs> I love it because I think that was a moment Phil was really excited about. But anyways, like, so that happened and then we asked my roommate who's a choreographer dancer to like help us recreate the dance. And so... We had three practices, two hours each, and we're like, can we nail this? Like, I don't know. Mm. But I think that, like, to be honest, the reason why I select this moment is because it, it felt like we're kind of like going back to this performer side of ourselves that we all had in the past. And, and also that, but like, you, I think all of us have a very perfectionism mentality when it comes to performance. We're like, we need to nail it. So, and then three, I was like, I can't wait for Phil to see this. Like, I can't wait for everyone to like, he like, was so surprised. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, oh, can we hide the surprise? And so I remember the moment where we're like, we're already changing our outfits and we're literally crouching beneath their coffee station. I hear the DJ going, can Phil Wang please come to the dance floor? We have a special surprise for you. And then he's like, seated. He's like, sat down this chair and he's like, what's going on? Like, whatever. He was so worried that I was going to do a sexy dance. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, she better know better not to do this. Like he's like, uh-oh, is this going to be a cringe moment coming up? <laughs> But luckily, it wasn't because then we had also had like a, a projector screen with we had the video playing in the background. And when we came out, we literally like came out running and then like posed by the side of the, the dance floor. I'm like, then the music hit and then Janet started. And I just hear throughout the dance, I think I felt really like, like so happy because everyone killed it. And then you feel you hear Phil going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he's like. When did you, he went, when did you practice? When, oh my, just, the whole reaction was the whole dance. And you hear everyone be like, oh, sh I hear Chris King go, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I hear that in the recording. So I just feel like it was such a good reaction. And then I think once we had a let, we, we hit the, our ending pose is like, we're throwing pedals in the air. I remember and I was like, fuck, we killed the dance. We nailed it. Yeah. And then I was like, just so happy. Because I just feel like it was a fun performance. We did such a good job. People seemed to enjoy it. And then for me, I was like, now I could drink a party. <laughs> kind of vibe. So for me, that was a fun moment because I feel like, I think selfishly, to be honest, it just reminds me back in the like, high school show choir days. Yeah. Like performing with a group of people, like working really hard towards something to finally like just put it out there. Yeah. That was a feeling I got. And it was yeah. just, I'm just glad you both were down for that. Like when I brought it up, I was like, oh, no one's going to want to do this. And you're like, okay, okay. And then the more we, the first practice, we're like, 
this is a lot like it was only three minutes in length yeah, yeah. but like it felt like a lot <laughs> i mean it was, yeah, a, lot it was a lot yeah and we, we we crammed a lot into our practices but i'm glad it turned out the way it did it was yeah. really 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 fun i will and, have to yeah. say like when when you did bring it up and we had the first practice i was like oh this is an ambitious mm-hmm. pursuit um and as someone who like i've Oh, I guess I've never danced with like Tim and Alan, but I've seen what it is to put on kind of a production. I was like, are we going to be able to pull this off in the way that you'll be happy with it? Mm. And um, I, I think by the third practice, I was like, okay, this will. Mm. But I was like, how did how did we do this? Like- I feel like after third practice, we got like emotional. Like Alan reached out. He was just like, thank you so much for doing this because it's such a full circle moment to be back, you know, doing yeah, this yeah. with like my best friends and it's yeah yeah i I do think that there is something about like melt your callback to show choir and i think for for alan tim phil and myself we were all on ascension and there is something about putting in the the sweat and Mm. the time together and then being able to perform in in, or it's it's actually more in the preparation than in the performance really that Mm. you feel bonded so that Mm -hmm. yeah that was i think a moment for them to be like oh thanks for kind of giving me that throwback again i actually remember because during the, the reason why i remember the last practice were like I remember all the reactions because we were recording everything just so we could practice. And then afterwards, everyone sat back home and watched the playback of our practice. We're like, I think we're doing it, you guys. I think we're, I think we're hit, doing it. I think we actually <laughs> look decent. And then everyone got excited. Like, we cannot wait to, like, just nail it now at the, like, the, the real thing. But that was like, and then I think during practice, we were hyping each other. We're like, oh, sh- you guys nailed it. That was yeah. so good. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, that is also a yeah. form of teamwork, I think, mm. because it was leading up to the wedding. And when you're a part of the wedding party, it does become like you were working as a team yeah. to help, you know, go through this, like, this, like, amazing weekend. Um, mm-hmm. So that was another, I think, extra component that helped people feel like bonded more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my moment. One of my moments. I will say the other thing. So talking about the wedding party, I think in this particular setting. So once again, not only is the wedding um, particularly meaningful because the bride and groom are people that I'm very close with, but that also means that they're the bridal party Mm. and the groomsmen, which are people in their lives, are also people that I know quite well. And it was very like when I was standing up there behind behind Helen during the ceremony and I'm looking and I know all the women behind me and I'm looking at the men, you know, Mm. the groomsmen. And I was like, whoa, this is so weird that like for like 80 percent of the people up here, I've known for like two decades. Mm, And like in what in what other setting are you going to be able to feel that type of closeness to you know, all the people in the party in that way. I agree. Um, But so it was not only, I think, an emotional, like, bonding, but also for our group, like, you have to, I think within the wedding party, like, you got to choose wisely and how, like, what depending on how you want the party to be involved. Mm. And I feel like our group was a solid mixture of, like, people that could be down to help plan, people that were on the day of, even if they couldn't help plan, were down to do what it takes, Mm. whatever, and just, like, help out. And so I just felt like as a team to get things done together much like we do with abg but then also as friends like Mm -hmm. we had that chemistry yeah Mm -hmm. that was really cool yeah everyone was so on top of it and organized i was just like wow surrounded they'd say what is it like you are the average of the five people closest Mm -hmm. to you and i think in the past like that was not a statement that i was like oh am i proud of this statement but Mm -hmm. like on the wedding day i was like damn i'm very proud of the people that we've surrounded us ourselves with and I think Philip has done a really good job of keeping close to like everyone and bringing together people from all walks mm-hmm. of life joining people from like work to friends to like childhood friends like he's been able to keep that going and I feel like that's such a rare quality but to see it on the wedding day and also just like in his bachelor party I'm like oh wow he like really does this intentionally to you know make sure everyone is is joined as like a unit instead of like as separate groups yeah I agree 
All right, my last thing I want to add. This is my favorite moment. It just makes me like so happy. It's like so like. So um, obviously I'm obsessed with um, Helen's baby. And one of the cutest moments, there's two moments that involve him. So he was a ring bearer and he's walking down the aisle. But I don't know what happened before the ceremony, but his last button was unbuttoned. So his belly was sticking out. It was the cutest thing. Because you're just like walking, like kind of like looking around. Yeah. And you just see his like belly bobbing up. <laughs> he loves his belly. He always so rubs his belly. Aww. He searches That's for so people's cute. belly buttons too. He, yeah. Like belly, belly, belly. Yeah. He's so cute. And then also, I thought it was really precious that he's obviously in the first row and then Helen and Phil are giving their, like, their vows. And all, all of a sudden you hear, Mama, Papa, Mama. I just hear his voice. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> um, But yeah, I just love seeing him throughout the whole wedding day. He was just Aww. so cute interacting with everyone. Like, I think also when he was... um. Uh, when Phil's having this really emotional dance with his mom, all of a sudden I hear behind me, I hear the baby. He's like playing with the chair with the Wong Fu girls. He's like, jump, jump, jump. So <laughs> He's like, having his own dance. Yeah. He's going off <laughs> on the have, side. Yeah, a good time. So just seeing him like being there, I just, it was just so significant. And he just, he was a good moment to like kind of like smile throughout the ceremony. So I, I love that moment. Oh, thank you. I actually recorded an episode on Spill the Baby Tea. Um, not sure if it's already out. I think it might, it should be already out by the time this episode is out. But talked about how we plan for a wedding with a baby and also how we incorporated him into the wedding. That was a very intentional thing to try and make sure that he was involved as much as possible. Mm. He loved it so much. He loved, Mm -hmm. he loves people. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really special to have him there. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Um, So now that we've shared our favorite moments, Helen, I'm curious for you, as the bride, what were the five best decisions Mm. that you feel like you made for that day? Mentally taking notes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Okay, so what I will share, I feel like it's not going to be what you see on TikTok or Reels because I literally got fed all of the top five best decisions I've made. I feel like you did too. You got a lot of wedding content. (laughs) Before the wedding, I explore pages. I love wedding stuff. (laughs) Yes, yes. So um, this might not be your typical like, oh, make sure you do a coordinate your first dance or have Polaroids on your table or something. So, okay, this is going to be from my perspective. But the very first one I would say is making sure to prepare for self-care. You don't Mm. think about, I don't think a lot of people, I think people think about this, but maybe not until like, a few months before the wedding mm-hmm. but um for me I started preparing like five months before the wedding and as I was thinking about this yesterday this question I realized that this is a whole episode in itself 
So I'm going to record a separate episode for all of the self-care that I did on a Spill the Baby Tea episode mm. that will be coming out September 19th. I know it's a little far, but... Janet's um, birthday. It's my birthday. It's going to be on Janet's birthday. How to self-care for yourself before <laughs> a wedding, nice. which I think is very appropriate for like as a mom too. Yeah. I just realized never in my life had I tried to physically take care of myself as much as I did for this wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was I was on a mission to be the hottest and most confident version of myself, which is funny because we should be feeling that way all the like time. all the time. Um, but I definitely stop doing that after the wedding so but definitely want to share with everyone like what i did to to prep for the wedding so we'll share that later but that was the number one best decision i think Mm -hmm. just making sure that you're doing the self-care and preparing for it beforehand so that you feel the best that you can on your wedding day secondly we hired a wedding planner Mm -hmm. and i think that that was a really good decision for us um we hired a full-time wedding planner and i've Definitely had friends. Even my sister had like um, a day of coordinator, 30-day coordinator. I think that's that all definitely works out. But I think for us, given the size of our party, we had 200 people. And when we booked the location, we had five months remaining before the wedding. So given the timeline, mm. given that we have a child, <laughs> we literally didn't have time to wedding plan. I think it was very necessary that we did ha- hire a wedding planner. Um, Michelle from Somni Events, if you are in SoCal, highly recommend her we all love her so much she's on it on she's it. detail-oriented sweet but firm and she will just get things done mm-hmm. um, and i think some of the main benefits of a wedding planner was just like we had 10 vendors but i barely communicated with any of them so just imagine like all of them trying to get all these details from you she was basically like the liaison for a lot of that so that is my number two best decision thirdly um in terms of the ceremony This is very specific. In terms of the ceremony placement, so usually where you as the bride are standing, on your side is usually where your family is going to sit, right? The bride Mm -hmm. side and the groom side. I decided that I wanted my family to be on the opposite side of me because I wanted to be able to see them like eye to eye. Mm -hmm. I love Philip's parents, but I wanted to see my mom. (laughs) I wanted to see my dad. I wanted to see my grandma. I want to see, I put my baby on that side. I was like, I want to see my baby. And I think that was a very, I'm very happy. I made that very Mm, non-traditional decision. decision. Um, And just to see my grandma, she was so like locked in on me and smiling the whole time. I would have missed that if, you know, Mm, she was staring at the back of my head. Definitely a very good decision um, there. Okay, fourth best decision, having a Friday wedding, Mm. which I don't think it's very, um, not the first choice for a lot of people, but when we originally had planned our wedding, that wedding location, the difference between having a fri- a weekday wedding versus a weekend was about 25K. <gasps> just for a different day. Mills, Mills yeah. That's why we were like, yo, Wednesday wedding it is, you know? Yeah. Like, and we were like, okay, let's do Friday. So from the get-go, we were about to have a Friday wedding. But I think in hindsight, even if the price was the same or different, it depends on also the convenience mm. for your wedding guests too, right? You got to make sure that everyone is kind of okay with, you know, giving them the heads up, making sure they can take that day off to have that um, that be your wedding day. But in hindsight, I would probably choose Friday, even if the, the price was mm. the same. And the reason for that is because you allow your guests a day to rest, which is Sunday uh. before getting back to work. And I think a lot of people actually appreciated that one day to rest before going back to work. Um, the way that we did things was Thursday, we had a rehearsal and rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. Friday was the wedding. And then Saturday, which again, I think was another to tag on to like best decisions. We had a Saturday morning after brunch 
which at first people were like, oh, don't do it. No one's going to show up. Like it's going to be a waste of money. But so many people showed up and it was kind of like a mini celebration after the wedding. And it was also the time that Philip and I, we were able to go around and actually talk to people. Because mm. during the wedding, you were just shuffled from like one place to the other and you literally can't talk to like it's very hard to have a long conversation with people but the fact that we were able to go from table to table was very meaningful for for us like we wanted to talk to people who flew in from different states and whatnot so highly recommend that as well either that or like a welcome welcome drinks Mm. if if that's you know within budget and then that night saturday night we had another celebration (laughs) we had a clubbing event in la downtown la at the continental club and loved that decision also because i think a lot of people coming from out of town they wanted to see what la is about but the wedding was in temecula so it was two hour Mm. drive away so i think providing that ability for them to like party in la was a good decision and everyone did continue partying that was also a concern that people would be too tired, but not these two. <laughs> I didn't drink enough at the wedding, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, and again, something that don't, people probably don't talk about, best decision was tracking my period ahead of time to make sure that my wedding didn't fall on my period day mm-hmm. that it didn't coincide mm. and obviously this is if you have a pretty consistent cycle because you have to plan this out like a year in advance right because you have to book the location and you yeah. have to book the date so you got to think far in advance and mine thankfully is pretty much like on time so when you ask like oh what about the auspicious date Eight eighteen was a very auspicious date mm. friday and as, a, as someone who's very number superstitious, I was like, yo, that is the best day. Yeah, but then when eight. I looked on my period calendar, oh no, I was like, I can't have that day. Uh, I also don't know if the venue, I don't think the venue was available for that day either. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's move it a month uh, or a week ahead, which is why we mm-hmm. had 8.11. It did come 8.19 and I was in like bloat nation 8.18. <laughs> so that is something that I would mm-hmm. recommend to brides out there if you're not tracking your period and you plan to have a wedding start tracking your period that's so <laughs> that's smart tip. so that was the the last like best decision that i think was made also our lighting just changed i don't know if anyone noticed but it did <laughs> it's cycle synced it's, it's cycle synced sort yeah. of well i'm curious so i feel like when i'm planning the wedding there's so many details that go on in my head but obviously i'm not attending the wedding i don't really see it and mm-hmm. can really like appreciate the things that you know were thought up as attendees of the wedding what were some things that you feel like you appreciated and perhaps these could be like tips for people out there that you know if you're planning your wedding maybe these are the things to Mm -hmm. focus on yeah I think for me one of the top things was um you had couches and very comfortable seating during like I think it was during cocktail hour and Mm -hmm. also after dinner Mm -hmm. and why I think that was so important is because you had a variety of family there. And so we had people that were like kids and babies mm-hmm. to adults, young adults, uh, middle-aged adults, and then also like grandparents. So I noticed that during the, like after dinner, a lot of the like the elders um, used up the the chairs and the, and the sofas and the couches. And so I thought that was like a very thoughtful thing mm-hmm. to provide. And it also added to the vibe really nicely because mm-hmm. they were like vintage chairs, um, you know, out on the lawn. So that to me stood out a lot. Uh, thinking about your guests and like what's going to be comfortable for them. The second thing, a lot of weddings, like there's like dancing afterwards, right? And this is the first wedding I've been to where you had um, baskets of flip-flops for people. 
So for the women who were in heels, by the end of mm. the night, if you wanted to keep dancing, you could change out your shoes and comfortably dance, which we did, um, which is actually the third thing that I really liked was the after party kind of um, vibe that we had. After we had like the main dinner area and there was like dancing at certain hour, we moved inside and it felt kind of like our own private club. Mm. Very intimate. Uh, Helen had provided these like little um, like glow, glow stick glow type sticks. things and the DJ just like really lasered in on a set that was like all of the songs from our like the peak moments of our like youth. Millennial so, music. Yes. Millennial music. <laughs> yeah. It. And I just and I felt like the group it was like maybe like 50 people deep where we were just in our own little like pit that we created. Um, so those were some like key moments and key things that really stood out to me as someone who was attending the wedding. Mm. Ooh, These are really good ones. Uh, mine. Um. This is like, it's funny because I literally was on the phone with my mom. And she was like, how was the wedding? So I was like recounting your wedding again to my mom. Yeah. Um, I love, so when you enter the cocktail hour, you hear this beautiful music. It's this dude hooked up with his guitar, like playing just great acoustic music, walking around. And it created such a vibe that I was like, mm. what a great, just like a so creative way of like adding another element to the, mm. the cocktail hour. Okay, the second... I appreciated your like um your like uh, I don't know, I don't want to say it's like goodie bags but like no in the bathroom you had like little things oh, the bathroom like amenities Bath- amenities yes. like baskets basket, you created a basket yeah. for each bathroom the reason why I appreciate this is because at weddings I sweat a lot and you had deodorant and I was like yes so there's deodorant ready for <laughs> spray the spray like, deodorant spray just in oh, case yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I thought about that because I've gone to weddings before I'm just like. I'm like, can I borrow deodorant? Yeah. <laughs> I had to borrow deodorant. So that was really helpful. And like, there was like floss. There was like so many different things there. I was like. There was eyelash glue. Oh. Right? And then you asked. I was like, what should I have? You're like, these are good items. I was standing at a Target. And I was like, what would I need? Mm. Eyelash glue was number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really so You're going to be crying. You know, ceremony. Exactly. Yeah. So I really appreciate like those little like, like thoughtful things. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, the wedding looked perfect, um, but as a bride who's been planning it, I want to know, like, what didn't go as planned? Oh, okay. Um, okay. Let's get into it. Um, one thing, and these are, like, minor things that um, didn't go. Like, I think regardless of any wedding, like, something's always going to go to the wayside and yeah, it's like yeah. it's okay mm-hmm. right like as much as you could be detail oriented as much as your planners on top of it bridal parties on top of it things aren't going to go perfectly one small one is that um i had a very cute ring bearer pillow oh. for my baby and we had practiced him walking with it and all that but it didn't show up at the ceremony so that oh, was okay i didn't notice that yeah i know these are things that people won't notice mm. yeah but i will but it's okay because it was still a very cute moment with his belly hanging out like that should have been <laughs> that should, that was another missed thing i guess yeah. it's so button unplanned <laughs> um that was one secondly with the ceremony so i thought that i would have time the morning of the wedding to transcribe my vows into my vow book mm. ah I did not. For some reason, between 7 a.m. and 1 p.m., which is the time we were allocated to get ready, I did not have time to write down my vows, Mm. which is just insane. That just speaks to the volume of how much goes on on the morning of the wedding. So 
I last minute asked my wedding planner, hey, would you mind helping having one of your assistants print this out for me and then just put it in my vow book so that I could have it there. And we give our vow books to the officiant. Mm. So he is the one that hands it to you. And it wasn't until um, we had this like car that kind of drove me up to the ceremony. I was in there with my dad and we were like getting ready. We're like so excited. And then our one of the assistants comes up and, like, and says, your vows are printed, but it's not in the book. And I was like, what do you mean? Not in the book. You're literally about to walk I'm down. Literally the about to walk down. She's like, when you get up there, you're gonna be handed a piece of paper. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh shoot! And I was freaking out. And the whole time, I just stared at my flowers. I'm like, grateful, grateful, grateful. Yeah. Be grateful. These flowers are so beautiful. This day is perfect. It's fine. It's fine. And really, like once you once I got up there, didn't think about it at all. Mm-hmm. But basically, I had this like eight and a half by eleven like folded paper oh, in my cute that. little vow book. Yeah, yeah. Which yes, no one's gonna notice. But I did. But that's completely okay as well. Actually, we didn't even see it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you guys were behind yeah, yeah. me. Yes. Oh, but. that would have actually made me really nervous too. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. Like as I'm How pulling about, up to go. Out. Yes. I was like, that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. But you do have this just like let go let of go. so much yeah. on your wedding day. Another one was our seating chart. I don't know if people notice. I don't think people notice. So usually with your seating chart, you can go like crazy fancy. We decided to go very simple, just like two poster boards with mm. our our seating uh, plan. And we had two of them because we had 200 people, 100 on each was how much we could fit. And usually the titling of it will be like seating chart or wedding party or like find mm. your seat or our favorite people. But I was like, oh, let's like make this a little cute. Um, Philip is a huge fan of Taylor Swift so I was like okay let's add this little Easter egg a lyric from one of her songs mm. from Lover which we were thinking like oh should that be our first dance song because mm. we love the song I was like no nah, let's just put it somewhere Easter eggy into our wedding and the line was going to be and at every table I'll save you a seat <laughs> okay Sorry. I was like oh people are going to get this I'm going to see stories of this like people are going to be like oh shoot I understand this no one's story that I did see in like one story, just like someone like went to the like, sc- like scanned Scrolled it right and then it. went to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what does that say? It said, I'll save you a seat. I'll save you a seat. <laughs> so I was like, how the F did we not catch that? Because it was sitting in our living room forever. Oh, yeah. We framed it. But in our delirium, I guess, of like pre-wedding stuff, we just did not notice at all. And I'm sure people looked at that and were just like, okay, <laughs> save me a seat. You know? <laughs> no, <laughs> Nothing significant at all to it. But that's the one thing that was missed. I'm just laughing because I remember we, I think you brought this up to us. And I was like, Phil was saying like, imagine if it says at every table, at every table. <laughs> yeah. I thought like, that'd be hella funny. Yeah, and like, at every table and at every like, table. I'd be like, what? But it makes sense. I'll save you a seat. Yeah. 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 So I guess it wasn't that bad. But another, that's what one thing. Um, another thing that didn't really go as planned, which was thankfully it didn't go as not planned was the weather uh, the weather was um historically in that area has been over 90s very hot and so i had ordered 110 personal handheld fans for people because i was thinking like if you attend the wedding you probably wish you had a fan mm. so wanted to equip people with that in case it was extra heart hot and when we had taken out these fans it only lasted for 30 minutes so i was like Shh, we had to charge all of these so mm. we charge all of the fans for half an hour each brought them to the wedding and the day was perfect. Did not need a fan, which is fine. It didn't go as planned, but it was a good thing that it didn't go as planned. And then lastly, one thing is just as, as a tip, when you're planning your wedding, just make sure to have everyone's full names, their guest full names, Mm. their address, 
phone number, email, get all the details. I think we try to do a little bit of a shortcut because we didn't send out invitations. So we were like, okay, we got like Mr. and Mrs. whatever is fine. But no, if for like the place cards, the seating chart, the thank you cards later, if you want to send them, you need all the details. And I feel like I was constantly revising my guest list. So mm. just for the details, just make sure to get all the details ahead of time. So those are some juicy tidbits of things that didn't go as planned. It's interesting to hear about it, I think, from our perspective yeah. as people that were kind of helping you with some of the planning but didn't know all of it. Um, still came off beautifully. Mm. Now that you have gone through the wedding and it's been two weeks now and you've had time to reflect, on top of what you've already shared, what are some tips that you would give to someone who is currently planning a wedding or knows that they'll be planning a wedding very soon in the future? Mm. I think less so about the planning, but just like the day of. Um, people tell you that the day goes by really fast. And I was always like, oh, but you can, you know, you can make the most. It does go by really, really fast. I still remember um, when we were done with the ceremony and we were being carted away with the, the golf cart. I was looking back and people were already taking down the florals. And I was like, that was it? Mm. Like all of that, that was mm. it. And there was this visceral reaction of me wanting to just jump out and like go back to the ceremony and just be like, wait, I need to like Take soak this, this in. all in. Mm -hmm. And then even at the reception before, you know, everyone was moving into the indoor dance area because the music had to end at 10. I was just like, wait, that was it? And mm -hmm. I just, it, you want time to stand still so badly and it just, it won't. People say, enjoy every moment. And I will agree, enjoy every moment, let go of the details, let go of, you know, if something goes wrong, it was probably meant to go mm. the way it was supposed to. And you just have to make the best of it. So that would be my tip to all the brides out there. That's a good mindset to have. If something went wrong, it was probably meant to. Mm -hmm. My baby's belly is supposed to be hanging out. <laughs> yeah, it's my memorable Provided moment. Provided the cutest moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's my memorable moment. So our last question for you after, you know, with, we reflected, how are you feeling now? Ooh, yeah, we are two weeks uh, removed from the wedding. I feel relieved that it went as well as it did. You just never know what might go wrong. And it, it went honestly like as perfectly as it could. Um, I feel sad that it's over, mm. but I also feel happy that it happened. Mm. It's kind of like a relationship. It's like, I'm sad that we're over, but happy it happened. Yeah, yeah. Bittersweet, maybe. Bittersweet, yeah. yeah. And I just feel very grateful and there's just there was so much love on that day and I just felt very supported. I also think an unexpected feeling coming out of this wedding was that yes, the celebration is about you and your partner and the love between you two. But what I was surprised by is this feeling that the celebration was also about the people that have molded us to become the people that we are today mm. to become the right person for each other. I think that was a big takeaway from this whole wedding experience that I just didn't really expect. Because if you think about it, like even all of the, I guess people say like the thoughtfulness in the details of the wedding, when we were planning it, I was literally thinking like, oh, my friend who's going to, her feet's going to be hurting. How am I going to be able to support her mm -hmm. without actually being there mm -hmm. and present with her? Because I'm going to be running around. If they're in the bathroom and need like, you know, like how can I support them in doing that? And having these like personalized place cards, I would like read through each one. I was like, oh, they're going to enjoy seeing their name here and having this like special moment. So it was kind of like a thank you to the people that really just mattered in our lives and made us who we are today and even when we were, I was putting together like the bridesmaids gifts like that was that was a whole ordeal but the thing that I wanted to focus on the most was the note that I put in there mm -hmm. and like my favorite photo of like us mm -hmm. you know the two of us 
Um, and that was just, I was like crying writing that even the day of, like I was writing thank you cards to my, to my parents, you know, I was like, thank you for, you know, for like raising me to, to be this woman that I am today. So Mm. that's something that I think was very unexpected. It was definitely not just a celebration of me and Philip. It was a celebration of love all around is what it felt like. And you know, that's why we didn't just want a Microsoft Teams wedding. <laughs> you know? we, wanted, we wanted to feel what we felt um, at this wedding with all of our friends and family um, celebrating with us. It definitely, yeah. I definitely felt that. It was a celebration of love and, and a sharing of your love with mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Best day, best weekend ever. But yeah, thank you ladies for yeah. being a part of it. It was, a, it was a lot. It was a lot. But Good, great memories coming from it. I find myself like getting getting choked up just reliving some of the moments, like the card. I had to like read it in private. Yeah, I think everyone had to read it in private. <laughs> like my makeup. It was it was very thoughtful. I feel like what you put together, I could tell like there was intention behind every item you put in the bag, mm-hmm. and then also the note that you wrote was very specific to the individual. So mm-hmm. that is that's like a very thoughtful bride thing to do, mm-hmm. which I think on top of everything else that you're planning, oftentimes gets pushed to the side. So. Yeah, um, but it's yeah. not just about us, it's about everyone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I know there are many 2023, 2024, and 2025 brides out there. So we are very happy that we were able to share this episode with all of you. And I'm very happy to be on this side of things so I can share all the craziness of the wedding planning and also provide all of the tips that hopefully you can take away. Um, for any brides out there, recent brides, soon-to-be brides, if you have any tips for our community Help us all out. Share in our latest Instagram post what tips you would give to a friend who might be also going through a wedding. I'll read all of those for sure. <laughs> and Mel will read all of those. Um, and also just thank you everyone for um, this is the, the, the last wedding. Finally, the last wedding that I'm going to have <laughs> of all the wedding and dates that we need to memorize. But yes, thank you for being along for the journey. And with that, we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye.